Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Hangout Talks. We were off for a week there. You know, we got <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, dad duties for myself. Peter had a climbing competition. I was getting ready for a competition myself and just a lot of things, you know, a lot of things that mm-hmm. came into that. But we're glad we're back. And uh, how are you feeling, Peter? How are you? Uh, uh, yeah, not too bad. I mean, we it's it's been busy. Um, I mean, still training hard for other future climbing competitions. But I'm resting a PIP joint injury that I've had before the competition. I think I just aggravated it more when I was climbing. So if you you were there at the competition, you'll see me like pop. I think think Trent remembers. I was like, I popped off once and I was just like holding my hand because I felt that like shake through my fingers. So I think that hurt like heck. So just been resting that. And then, I mean, going back to like this morning, I think we're... It's a Monday when we're recording this, right? So we're fresh on the grind, right? Yeah, uh, and I, you had an interesting, uh, you know, how you were feeling last night. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. I had, just long story short, had to run errands for the family, you know, TV exchanges, and went to Boulder to drop stuff off and help help down there, clean stuff, and stop by a taco place to grab a salad. And then driving back from from Boulder, oh man, nauseated, headache. It's just like a food poisoning extravaganza. Like I was like, oh man, gotta get home, gotta get home. Right when I got home, just threw up. It was it was fun times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and because we yeah. we originally uh, scheduled a time to re- record this, you know, things always, you know, things comes up, and then but we make it work and we go through it. And as we're recording today, this is Monday. And, you know, I just put Kaiden to sleep. Uh, he's sleeping right now. He woke up, you know, right before we started this podcast and, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, gave him more milk. And now he's uh, back sleeping somewhat right now. I have him on camera as we're recording this. He wanted I have him to on hang camera. out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He wanted to hang out. And, you know, sometimes it's like, it's, I, I'm fine with it. But, you know, he gets bored really quickly. And, you yeah. know. He would, he would just start crying out of nowhere and uh, I'd have to walk around or you know keep him entertained and it, sometimes during the podcast he doesn't feel that's entertaining enough uh, so yeah and well, it's, a, it's an acquired taste right it's not till you like get older that you'll actually listen to podcasts I mean imagine when we were younger would we sit down to like listen to someone talk on the radio no like we never listened to podcasts till no our mid 20s maybe yeah, I was more so waiting for them to stop talking so I can hear the music. So I get it. Oh, and yeah. definitely for a four-month-old, uh, they have a different kind of taste with everything that we do. And um, what's interesting, though, like as we got older and listened to more podcasts, we, found, we, you know, we zone in on certain ones that we relate to or we find very um, uplifting or any other terms or... And, in addition to hangout talks. So if you're listening to this, thank you so much for continuing hanging out with us. And uh, for today's hangout uh, brings us to, if you listen to Brene Brown, uh, I'm a big fan of Brene Brown. And this is when I was in my master's and she has a podcast on Spotify and, you know, all the driving that I do and Peter does uh, regarding his climbing and my dancing and going to teach. We tend to listen to a lot of podcasts. This one stuck with me and I brought the idea up to Peter and 
This is where we're at right now. Uh, it's Brene Brown, and she had an interview with Michael Bungay Stainer, and he has a book called The Vice Trap, Be Humble, Stay Curious, and Change the Way You Lead Forever. It just stuck with me because it's based on a vices and ego parts into it, and we want to expand a little bit more on how we perceived it and how we went through with it. And here we are. Here we are. So strap in. Thank you for subscribing to Hangout Talks. And thank you for following us on Instagram too as well. Continue. If you haven't done so, please do. That way you just keep up to date with whatever we're doing upcoming next. And we have so much more coming after today. So if you're ready, Peter, I'm ready. Everybody hanging out. Hope you're ready. Let's, uh, let's jump into this. So advices, we all, you know, in one way or the other, we either gave advice or received advice and some you asked for it, some you didn't. However, we want to go through some of these and differentiate how some are good, some are bad and how we have dealt with it in the, fu- in the past and future moving forward. So this is straight from the book. I'm just going to list out the coaching questions that he offers and the premises of this whole thing is pretty much not just giving you advice as in just you ask for something like they gave it to you they help you walk through it and to truly find what you really need so that's what we really took from it and i'll have peter chime in in a little bit too as well because some of these he found it very relatable and uh i'll have him go through some of the bad stuff (laughs) so that'll be the fun part and so Jumping into it. Here's our, the coaching questions from the book, from Michael. Uh, he has a Kickstarter question, which is what's on your mind to really open up the conversation. He follows up with the all questions, A-W-E, what else to expand on what's on their mind. Then he focuses in on the focus question of what's the real challenge here for you to really define what are the, the challenges because you take this big, broad thing and narrow it down to what really is challenging about it. Next, move on to the foundation question. What do you want? Which is, you know, when we ask advice, we want something. So let's put a spotlight on it. Following up with that, the lazy question. How can I help? What do you want from me? Really, honestly, that's just straightforward of like, what do you really want from this conversation? Uh, Sometimes we don't even know. But to bring that out, it's Clarity is what we're searching for. Follow up with strategic question. If you're saying yes to this, what are you saying no to? Great way. Looking at your opportunity costs. Lastly, learning question. What is the most useful, valuable thing that from today that you can carry with you? Works at make them recap what they really learn and really dig in and for us to get feedback to what really worked. So those are the questions. However, we don't always follow those questions. We, you know, we have fell into this trap. So has Peter, or we, we as in both of us already. So I want to kind of go, let him jump on in and uh, have his thoughts on this. What do you think, Peter? Oh, yeah. I mean, we've all fallen into that trap, you know, like sometimes when someone is trying to ask us a question, we, you know, for me, I've, I've run into this. I've done this a couple of times. I'm guilty. I would just straight up give my advice. Like, this is what I did. Just solve it for them. Like, here, this, this is how you approach it. This is how you do it. 
and then they'll give me a look they'll be like, and it ends right there they'll be like oh okay but then they still have that like face of confusion on their face because they don't feel like you know you satisfied what they were asking or maybe it did but they just feel stupid afterwards which sometimes i think back i'm like i did not want to make them feel that way like i actually wanted to help them solve something but instead i made them feel stupid or they feel like oh it's unsolved unchanged so i think that that's one of the bad things that you know that i have definitely definitely done i don't know about you Trent, but were um, or, or some things that that happened to you before i go to that I, i do have a question like do you find that after you gave them their advice do they always follow through with it or do you think they just well cool Uh, and move on to something else or didn't take your advice? I mean, I, it depends on the person, right? Some of them will try it, but they'll try it with insecurity, if that makes sense. Like they'll be like, yeah, I get what you mean. I'll try it. Like it's very, it sounds very insecure. Of course, in the end, they do try it. But when they come back with me of what they did, I feel like as an you know, example with a the client, they, they had more questions. in like yeah more questions is great but in this case he was just very like confused like uh well i did this i have more problems i didn't feel comfortable you know what the advice you gave me it didn't really you know to put in like my own words didn't like scratch the itch that he was trying to to figure out because he kind of got confused or some of them really on the, on the other complete extreme hand they just didn't do it at all because like okay i don't get it it's not what i wanted to hear yeah yeah no that's a uh to very relatable and this is not just to clients but it's more so just conversation with friends and anybody else asking for advice yeah. like they uh some you know they just kind of want that magic pill uh such as like i need you to just tell me this so i can make x amount of money right away uh So not following the steps, and I've encountered a lot of those too. This is both business and just uh, personal wise, and and I think one of them uh, we talked about a little bit before this was just solving it for them. And they just want you to yeah. solve it for them. There's a good and a bad way, as in, uh, you know, we have helped small business in the past, and you continue to still do so. But we always that's what they hired us to do, right? Hey, Peter. I need help with my marketing. Could you go through this and essentially, you know, you solving the problem for them? That's a good thing. Uh, there's also before where it's like, hey, can you just do my homework? It, it is a problem because they yeah, they exactly. their problem is different because they don't just don't want to do it, and you know the laziness or yeah. you're not really helping them learn. Yeah, and from experience, I think those clients. I think for me, at least stay away from those ones. They just want you to do their homework for them. Just don't like, you don't have time to do everything for them. You know, if you, it's better that you teach them how to fish and how to do it. And then there you're there to kind of guide them along and, you know, you step in when you need to, instead of doing everything for them. And the end of the day, you're not really like helping them much. They're going to come back to you and they're going to haggle you. They're going to give you a deadline and it's, gonna, it's just going to stress you out even more. It's, It's up to you if it's worth it or not. If you're a person that likes deadlines, that's great. But if you're a person that like has 
at least, for example, 10 clients and there's like deadlines for all of them, eventually you're going to break down and that's not good for you. But um, go ahead, Trent. No, it's, I think, no, a good point on that one too as well. It, it, it just varies. You want to make it fun for yourself. You don't want to just go into a job that you're just like, yeah, I don't really want to do this <laughs> anymore. You're making it hard. Uh, yeah. Well, di- making it difficult is fine. It, it's a process of learning, but you know, it's just c- the continuous of just, I guess, hardship or whatnot. It, it just sucking the fun out of it because you started oh, it for yeah. a reason. Of course, yeah. a whole different topic. Uh, as we go mm-hmm. in though, the, on this, you know, this topic of advices, it's the the ego part is in it. Like, do you feel that? Oh, do you yeah. feel? Yeah, I agree. I guess asking if you agree not do you feel that <laughs> yeah i think for me i think um ego is always there but it's i think Trent and i talked about this before you just have to admit that you have an ego i've met people like oh i don't have an ego I'm like, yeah you do everybody has that what well, if it's not ego we the other term for it is pride yeah you have that moment where you feel like oh i'm not gonna do this because i don't want to do it because it makes me feel like I'm unimportant or uncomfortable, et cetera, et cetera. So there, there are those moments or you want to push yourself. The other extreme is you want to push yourself. We're like, no, I'm the best. I want to say that I'm the best. That's something. Yeah. It's a, uh, we mentioned this before, uh, you know, it's, if you, if you have an ego, like, you know, acknowledge it, you know, it, you're aware of it, but to disregard it when you do carry that those ego yeah. traits it it is detrimental to many things and the enforcement advices you know that feel of i want to change your life peter <laughs> you know that kind of thing I, you ask me a question <laughs> i want to give you the answer that will change your life and then that you'll be like tra- change my life and to tell everybody and you know just kind of boosting that ego a little bit like i was right uh all along like everybody should listen to me and it's the, that, that is the part that was, you know, we, we fall into those traps. However, we are aware of those things too, as well. Cause it's, uh, it's just like giving people unsolicited advice without fully understanding their problem. Yeah, it, it no, goes, absolutely. Uh, do you feel it's like, you probably heard this before. Hey, it worked for me. Oh yeah. I mean, like sometimes the, I mean, I am guilty of doing that. Sometimes as an example, I would be climbing or something like that. And someone would ask me, oh, how, how did you do that? I'm like, I would, you know, again, go into that trap. Like, oh, this is how it worked for me. Like I, I would automatically give how I did it, but I never really asked, you know, how, how did you, how, did, what, how do you think it's done? You know, I never asked them how they tried it, what they do to try it. I guess just straight up give them the answer. And sometimes Sometimes it's good. That's what they're looking for. And sometimes they were just really trying to figure out like how can they climb something better and more efficiently by and that's why they asked me the the question. You know, so I think it does happen. Yeah, it just kind of expanding on that. It I totally get that because it's we are not asking what they have done before and what they have tried before and really digging yeah. down to like what's their question is because I think hey, I can't do this. Okay, this is how you do it. 
all right, be gone <laughs> kind of thing. But oh yeah, but maybe maybe they have tried the way you've tried before, but they're still not getting it, and something is off there, and mm-hmm. we didn't dig deep enough. So some of these questions are great because like what what's the real challenge here? Going back to one of the focus questions from Michael, yeah. you know, like what are really the challenges? It's not that you can't do it. Maybe it's like I I don't have time to practice. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's not really you can't do it. It's just you don't have time to practice. Yeah. in order for you to do it. Yeah. So let's dig into that. Why you can't you practice, you, you know, um, asking deeper into that. And that, that does help with your, the ego part, because you're not just fulfilling your, your mission of telling people life-changing advice, but it also is you trying to understand them and that, you know, helping them walk them through this to learn. And that's just going back to the other stuff where we're talking about we're not doing it for them uh we're helping them learn so they can continue on doing absolutely. it absolutely and yeah, many great points little, yeah like, yeah no it's great points i mean we've all had like you know good personal stories you know for, from this i think yeah you know, but I, I guess i'll hand it off to you Tret. well my mind just just farted a little bit but what's, <laughs> a, personal, <laughs> what's a personal story that you've had that you know, regarding to the topic that we we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, most recently uh, is regarding the help of CJ. Uh, CJ's the DJ. He's been on our podcast. Really good friend of ours too as well. And, you know, one day I was, I just called him up. I was like, I had so much information coming in. So a little backstory. Uh, of course, I teach dance and I compete in dance. However, the other side of it is the real estate aspect of, you know, I'm getting into short-term rentals and real estate in, in general, but you know, just specifically in short-term rentals, Airbnb, Verbo, et cetera. There's so much information out there that as I keep going, I see these shiny objects of just like, oh, I should go here. Oh, shoot, I should go here. And then I have friends in real estate. So I talk to the other ones and they introduce another way of doing certain things. And I'm like, there you go, another rabbit hole. So like, you know, it's, people seeing giving me shiny objects along the way of the short-term rental route. So one day I just like overloaded with information. I have so many sheets of paper. I've written down so many things, many YouTubes, many just different things. I just called up CJ. He lives the closest. uh, And I was just like, Hey man, I need help on something. And he's like, what's going on? So I kind of just, I almost like just spilled out everything in that five minutes on the phone with him. And he's like, hold on uh, here. Um, you're free tonight. I can come over at this time. Cool. Uh, and I was like, cool. Yeah, let's, let's, let's do that. Cause I'm just like telling you a whole bunch of stuff that I, I don't even know what's going on anymore. So he came over and it's, it's funny because I listened to the podcast before this. And when I went and asked, you know, for advice, this is part of the advice. He pretty much just asked these questions in a way of not really word for word is more so like how he interprets it. And I don't think he listens to this podcast just yet, but however, he just asked me questions throughout this whole process and helped me figure it out and write things down and, you know, make it steps versus you should do this, 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 and this cool. Goodbye. I'm going home. He sat with me. We did for like an hour, hour and a half. And it was great because I walked away of like, Oh, so that wasn't really the problem. I just, not everything. <laughs> I just need to narrow it down on some things and kind of move these steps to kind of, you know, that helped and it worked. 
it worked. Like he helped me talk through it. He didn't say much. I was just there spilling out all the information I've received. I was going from one info to the next and all of this. There's so many things out there. There's so many things within the real estate realm. And uh, it's fun. However, it's a lot. It's a lot. Oh, yeah. It is uh, there's, there's laws. There's many things. If you're ever in the short-term rental game, I would love to connect with you, whoever's hanging out right now. And, you know, to go over more info, just I don't, I'm pretty sure you'll introduce more shiny objects as in like just take away your focus. But there's a lot of info out there and it's fun. And uh, that, that was my personal story where he helped me wa- walk through it. So I yeah, appreciate I mean, that. And It's good, though. I mean, it's good to have those shiny objects. I think it reminds me you know, of our episodes in the past where we were talking about a dark tunnel, right? We're trying to go through a dark tunnel and we'll see objects and we'll pick them up. Usually they're shiny. But if you didn't pick up those shiny objects in the first place, you wouldn't have learned to, about some things and you wouldn't have been able to narrow it down. So it's okay to have shiny objects. Yeah. yeah yeah so that that was kind of my predicament you know not a lot of info is bad huge amount of info is also bad <laughs> uh, i mean the extremes of anything is always always bad right yeah it's a uh, so it, that was a personal example so these things work you know mm-hmm. however no, they you approach do. these questions and i know you you probably have a, a few going from just marketing to different clients Oh yeah, for me, speaking of client-wise, um, I've had you know a client that he was like, "Oh, I have the best product ever." I want to label. He wanted to label that onto all of his products, the best, so and so, the best, the greatest. Like he wanted to use that because for him, in his mind, he feels like it was better than most products, and he was the person behind it, which may henceforth making it better but, but i think i had to talk to him down but like like cj talk, talking to to you like asking questions like what makes you think it's the best product are there any other people you know that are saying that it's the best product and then what's your process that makes it the best so the more i asked him you know certain questions he started to think about it like you're right maybe there are other people around that are in quotes the best and i'm just kind of overusing that word and then, you know, and I gave him a little bit of advice. Um, I was like, hey, you know, well, put yourself into the consumer's shoes now. Now that you've asked those questions, are they as good as you? Or do they even know what it is you do? So it's better, you know, as a company to, you know, put yourself in everyone else's shoes, take off your own and continue to ask questions. You know, how can I guide people to where I am now? Like, what is my product going to help you? slowly become better as a consumer of my product and how it will make you do things a lot better. You know, I think as a company, sometimes we forget to ask those questions and we just kind of get sucked in this ego. Like, oh, I know what I'm doing. I have experience, et cetera, et cetera. But we forget that the people we're catering to don't have those experiences. So if we can cure that problem for them and guide them along to get them to in quotes you know where we're at it helps a lot you know for you for the client and then for you as well so yeah that's and mine that's my story it feels like you're helping them stay curious Is that yeah i mean right exactly always staying curious because i think um this actually gives me an opportunity to throw in an advice that my dad gave me you know a while ago which was really good 
he always told me, you know, always ask questions. Even if you know what the answer is, just play dumb and just be like, oh, I don't know what that is. Because I remember as a kid, I was like, why would I pretend that I don't know something if I already know it? Like, that's that's stupid. He's like, well, the point is, like, if you already know it, then why should they teach you? Like, if you already know it, then there's no point and continue teaching you you'll they'll just they'll whatever not going to teach you but if you say you didn't know something they can teach you and what they've taught you can sometimes be you know a new way of doing something or could even be a better way of doing something so it's better to say like well yeah like i know how to do it but i don't think it's the best way so can you teach me or just be like well i'm not sure can you teach me you know in a way like kind of keeping like you said try keeping that curiosity going instead of always kind of thinking like okay yeah like i i i've done it this way but what are other ways you know and i think it goes into you know ego plays into this big thing where you know if you you, you i think you get too absorbed into it you kind of you close off your mind right you kind of close it off you're like oh i know everything but then you just pretty much just by doing that you just shut every single door that you pretty much in quotes might have opened or should have opened or if they were open you just closed it because you know you just shut yourself off because you already know it if that makes any sense no it doesn't it's uh usually when you do that however i found it when you do that, you do get slapped pretty harsh and then you oh, snap yeah. out of it and you're like, okay, cool. Maybe I don't know everything. And I, th- I think it's good to have to experience both. And just going back to the other conversation we had with Caitlin, like it's okay to feel different emotions. And I think this is part of it. And my point of view is you, sh- yeah, there's some moments where you're like, I know a lot. I'm just, I'm ready to go. I'm, I'm doing, and then something happens and it stops you in the face. You're like, maybe I don't. So oh, yeah. For it, it is a great cure for stubbornness because mm-hmm. uh, you you can speak to this too. And I know oh, like yeah. my, my wife and I and my even my kid and uh, our dog, they're all stubborn in their own ways. And that is a for me, I found it as a great lesson because I'm like, okay, cool. I experienced this, I understand what it is, and then I'll, I'll change it and I move on from that. Cause you know, the stubbornness, there's there's good things to it, as in like we don't quit. However, sometimes we just get into this mode where we need, you know, somebody to shift us a little bit and for us to learn by experience, it's, it's very helpful. Yeah, no, exactly. And I'm going to use, I've experienced this many, many times and I'm going to use climbing as an example. Sometimes, you know, when I'm trying to solve a boulder problem, I'm always stuck on one way of doing it and I keep falling and somehow miraculously, one guy or would walk up to me and be like, why didn't you do this? And I was like, nah, like, I don't think it works for me. Like, you're, you know, I don't think it works because I'm slightly taller the way you're doing it. Might not work for me because you're slightly shorter. But he's like, well, just try it. And then, and then he would leave. And then I would try. I'm like, oh, what do you know? You know, I was being too stubborn, not willing to try a new way or do, do it in a different way. Yeah. And we would love to hear from everybody hanging out with us. What are you too stubborn about and then something made you snap out of it and how did it happen uh leave us a comment on ig or just go ahead and just uh reach out to any of us too as well our ig is at hangout talks message us individually too as well and mine is at tread hong 
finds at Peter underscore the suited climber. No, please. We would love to hear from you. Like, what are you stubborn about? And do you have that little advice monster in you where you just give unsolicited <laughs> advice out of nowhere? I like and that. When did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> and advice monster is not from me. It's from Michael Bungay Stainer. And you can get his book on Amazon. We'll link it down in the description, of course, and the episode with Renee Brown. However, these are the things that we go through and we're continuously on learning. And, you know, thank you for hanging out with us today. And many things with that Peter's advice from his dad, you know, it's a great thing. We should be open-minded and should continue on learning. Sometimes we fall into we know everything mode. It happens. It is what it is. But just be aware of it. So, Peter, uh, I know we had a lot of stuff going on. So always appreciate your time and it's always fun. You know, oh, likewise, man. I mean, you got a whole family. I'm just running around doing errands and trying to build my business slowly. So when I get to your point, I'm like, okay, I feel I may be ready. Maybe. I say maybe because I'll, I'll probably be running around like YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I think we're always going to be running around. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. And, and I know in future episodes, we'll discuss how I'm in the process of building my business and at the same time mm. having all these components. Components. <laughs> yeah. Titan is not a component, awesome. but he's a part of this big moving <laughs> machine. He's a part of it. And so is Inky and everybody. So, hey, always great to hang out and keep a lookout for the next episode. And we'll much more in the season seven. And make sure to subscribe, hit that subscription button on. Hangout Talks on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I know Spotify has been giving us fits, but both of those works for us. So thank you so much and have a great Monday. Today's Monday. Or No, sorry. Have a great Wednesday. What Monday for us? Monday for us. Have a great Wednesday as you're listening to this. And let us know. Thank you, everybody. Great one, guys.